All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. What was that rocket? What rocket? I was just in my office and I heard a rocket. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? Podcast coming at you. Uh, so we completed our one-off with uh, Nocturnal Pulse the other day. That was kind of fun. It was different. Yeah, it's it's nice to stick one of those in there every once in a while. So far, it hasn't really gained much attention, but I think some of it's just people are trying to find things to entertain themselves with during this time of crises, and uh, there's many things they're trying to do at home, watching TV and reading and all this other stuff. So. They may get back into some of the more... Of course, that was a black metal-specific show, so maybe the fan base isn't as crazy about the one-offs as I used to think they were, but in time, it depends on the lineups and everything else, too, so... It's kind of crazy, because, like, just on Facebook, and you know how your Facebook has all these events, like, that you've responded to or said interested, just because, like, oh, look, this this looks like a good concert I might get want to go to i'll click interested just so it saves on my event calendar canceled <laughs> you know can't paint right. like just fun stuff like uh you've never been to a, a wine and paint night but you wouldn't you're a man so i've i responded interested to a few of them especially when i first got home because i wanted to you know maybe go with my Get girlfriends or something right. canceled 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 everything's canceled yeah it's a big stamp canceled canceled (laughs) Canceled. so it's kind of and i think it it, you know we haven't even been maryland is not technically quote unquote on lockdown you are allowed to move freely but they urge you to only go places out of necessity grocery stores doctors if you need to get gas i've only been to the office once this week and twice last week and i'm only going i think once next week doing a lot of remote work we are listening we are we are ordering things through the internet things are changing too because uh my 
partner here, wife, Neko, doesn't under know about this yet because uh -oh. it was just posted this morning. Uh, I work for Amazon as a driver, so obviously I'm considered essential to get you. I am too. I have my little note for your bunghole. And I have my like little that. note saying I'm essential too. So we have new rules apparently for us when we come in. Normally, as drivers for our particular uh, company, that we we're tied in with Amazon, but we're not exactly Amazon employees. So. We come in, we work for another guy, but we come into this lot, we park our cars, we pick up our vans, and we drive about less than a mile to our warehouse to pick up our shit and then go. Uh, now, according to them, uh, when we come in, we are to stand six feet from each other. Oh, well, they made me do that in the store the other day, remember? No paperwork's going to be handed out, so they are going to post on Deputy our, our group numbers of where we're going to be going. Okay. So... Once that happens, uh, then we wait till they hand us our bag for the trucks and they go do our well, thing. So they're still handing you a bag, but they won't give you paperwork? That's so dumb. Yeah, and I'm not sure because, see, the way it kind of works with the paperwork, see, they've been scaling it back anyway to the point where you get your lot number, which is basically where you pick up your stuff, and then, of course, there's another number that tells you, what, like, it goes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and so on. So you might have MX45 lot 3. And that's where you go get your stuff. So, but now, like, they would have that on the paper, but then they used to have the, the bag order that you would load up your trucks. They don't do that anymore. Now we have to go by the last three digits on each bag, and that's, it's in the rabbit that we use the phone, that we use to log, to log everything in. So, the, now, The six-foot distancing is every store that I, and again, I am not at the store every day. I'm talking about... When I stopped at the grocery store on the way home from work on Wednesday, they have little X's on the floor, like saying, and then there's a note. We the will, thing that gets me about all well, this Well, they have a note, too, that says, we will not allow more than 10 people in this store at right. a time. But what gets me about all this is, when we go out to deliver, have they informed the public that they're not supposed to come out to us to get product? Uh, what happens with someone who has a dog? I mean, it just... They can control it while we're there at the warehouse and at the lot, but they can't control what goes on. You can't on. control other people. Right. So outside of that, if I pull up to a place, I'm still going to hand that person their package if they want me to do that because I've had it happen. Now... We just... They just ring our doorbell I, and sit I, the, As I told the... other people on the forums this morning, like, I'm not really worried about for me. Like, I'm not afraid of this shit, really. It doesn't really bother me. I'm afraid for other people around me who I care about, obviously, but... And as I've said, I already have probably been in contact with it because I was in Asia when this started. I was in Hong Kong and Taiwan, so... Yeah, you probably don't have it, though. I, well, I mean, I might have already... And Taiwan's one of the lowest... And priorities. Hong Kong, too, but still, it's it was there. I wasn't wearing masks or taking precautions or anything in Taiwan, and especially in Taiwan in January. We were all over the place, you know, bopping around, going to all the little convenience stores. It's possible that I had been in contact with it. It might have been in me, and I was a silent carrier, and I brought it back to the United States. Who knows? But people that are not as lucky, uh, Chuck Billy from Testament was recently uh, diagnosed with the coronavirus, and as well as also the lead man for Ramstein. Just and apparently, rumor is he's in critical condition. We kind of heard that with Chuck Billy, too, so I'm not sure. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know he was in critical condition. Yeah, well, but see, I don't know how accurate that information is. I'm just passing along rumor. Info, okay. But both apparently have it. Uh, so hopefully they can uh, rebound from that stuff. Uh, obviously. 
what Chuck's a little bit older, so I don't... Well, what they're saying, yes, your age does make a difference, but there are people of all ages who are getting it with symptoms. But being overweight, having um, previous lung issues, and having previous heart issues. So, like, you, what I worry with is the high blood pressure. And, you know, you and I are both a little bit overweight, so, like, not anything like we were before. Like, I don't know if, an, if Anubis has ever talked about that he's lost, like, 170 pounds and I've lost 75 pounds. Like, we've, you know, we've changed our ways. We're really trying change to... Change our diets. Change our diets. Like, we, we still... Not today, but... <laughs> not... Well, it, they, we when we committed to it you have to be at the beginning very strict mm -hmm. so we were very strict for about a year and a half and we've loosened up quite a bit and but we still stick to our our high protein yeah it's not diet. like we're eating taco bell and no no like we, so. we, we our usual dinners are like Steak turkey, and yes, steak and salad, turkey, meat, chili. chili yeah. Um, like for me, for lunch, a lot of times, what I'll grab is like a, I'll get those pre-made like meals that are only like, crab cakes. yeah, like crab cakes, stuff that I can, I know, or if I don't, if I don't pack, I'll just get like a salad or something while I'm out. But like we, we try to. We're still conscious about what we eat. But we still live a little occasionally, and I think with. You have to be like that or you're going to go insane. Now, I'm bitching because I'd still like to lose more weight and so are you. So we'd either ha we might have to but lock... part of that is the fact that, like, I, I, I'm I all willing to go to the, the gym right now because we did renew our gym membership. Oh, my God. Yeah, the gym is closed, too. But the, the risk is just not worth the, it. Our right gym now, is so. closed. Right. So. And I've just been doing, like, the... The yoga, I got this yoga thing. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's a thing to help you stretch and do yoga poses. And I'll do that, like, pretty much every day. But there is no, like, we, we don't have anything else. Like, we could go for a walk, maybe, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I work for my job, so I get some exercise in there. But I was really hoping to use the uh, steam we, room. Sweat this shit out. Oh, I know. Damn it. And on that note... DJ Neko is about to get ready to go back out on a boat in the next, like, three weeks. And what's coming with that is I'm going to have to self-isolate for 14 days because even though I haven't been sick or haven't been in a lot of contact with people, they want to make sure, because you've heard all the stories of the cruise ships. Where, like, Those the, are, like, the worst spots because there's literally nowhere there's for you to nowhere go. There's nowhere to go. And the ventilation, everybody's sharing everything. And, and it's not like they have, like, top-of-the-line... Uh, we have one doctor. Medics on there. So one doctor with very limited... With, with all this shit going on in New York and everything else, mm -hmm. where the ventilators are needed, like, you're not... You don't have that luxury. And then, as you were saying, it's very tough to get into any kind of port like right now all the ships that part of our company have to come into the u.s waters because they they're just not allowed anywhere the else ship that i'm going on was in portland oregon so they had to go all the way from portland oregon to baltimore because you gotta remember the pacific northwest is dealing with a lot of um issues along with california so getting into the california hawaii now has issued a mandatory 14-day quarantine on the ship before you're allowed off the ship and they have a what do you call shelter in place for their um for their people so you can't go to the beach you can't do anything in hawaii and when you like if i was getting on the ship in hawaii i'd have to go to a hotel for 14 days so i'm trying to work it out now since the ship is coming to baltimore that i can stay home 
for 14 days and I, we've been listening. We have not been fooling around. We have not been, you know, going out every day just because we can and we both have our magic letters. We're not doing that. We stay home unless we need to be. So, yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. All right. So, on today's show, obviously, some new stuff for you all. Um, also, got a couple of TV series reviews that we're going to get into and also a movie review. Um,. Also got some stuff from some of the labels and uh, promotional sites that I work with. Uh, getting some of those in there today. Got a few of them for you. We're going to kick off this first block, though, with a band called Wolf the Raven. We'll be back. Nice.
everybody. This is Mike from Blacksmith Legacy, and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. Alright, DJ Anubis and DJ Neko back with you towards the chaos. Metal Tavern Radio! So, uh, one of the uh, series, TV series we wanted to kind of get to was... Miracle Workers. Dark Ages, Season 2. Season 2, Dark Ages. I haven't seen Season 1 yet, but I was familiar with it because of former Potter great Daniel Radcliffe is in that show. We enjoy Daniel Radcliffe as an actor. I mean, I, I think what ends up happening with people like Daniel Radcliffe is he was Harry Potter for so many years, so everybody's like, oh, he's Harry Potter. But then you see him in other things, and you're like, he is so funny. Well, that's sort of what the trio wanted when they were done with Potter. They all wanted to kind of go into different films and different things to try to separate themselves. I mean, unfortunately, Watson is so selective about the stuff she chooses that she doesn't always escape it. But uh, she was so Rupert good in Grant, Beauty and Be- in the Beast. Well, no, yeah, she was. She's been good in great things. Little Women, she was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she isn't as adventurous as the two guys are, like Grant and Radcliffe. They'll take on anything. We've seen Grant, uh, Radcliffe in, like, Horns. The Young Doctor's Notebook, young which Doctor's was Notebook. really, really He good. actually has a knack for comedy, which is really kind of And funny. it's not like that Jim Carrey slapstick. Right. It's very subtle. subtle. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he comes off and does, like, all the right pauses and... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, he's just... He, even in, like, more serious films, like... Uh, Imperium dealing with Nazis like even in films like that he's very very good so uh I loved him in this the part where he wanted his duck back <laughs> and he's like he's like trick him and he's like it's not fair <laughs> yeah no no I need it back trick him trick him <laughs> here I will give you this rock and if you sit on this rock it'll be ten ducks really do I have to do it naked this is not no it's optional <laughs> So yeah, the, the series now... It's medieval times, think. Right. The first season like was a little bit more modern day, and I can't remember. Like I thought the premise was that Radcliffe... Had, it's a different story every season. Right. But I thought they were kind of like angels or something. Something to do how they're like... God is their boss, and they're there to make certain things. I don't know. Dark Ages, I haven't really gotten that sense at all from that being that. But we still have two episodes to go. That's right, that's right, because... it's not quite finished Or yet. four. Well, two or four, I don't remember. I can't remember, but yeah, we still have, um, we, we were on the app, which I'm sure everybody is really diving deep into the apps on their Binge smart watching. TVs right. and stuff, because if you're all being good, good little guys and gals like we are, we're trying to social distance. But it's fun to discuss... We saw a commercial of this. Isn't that what... We were watching a movie on TBS. Was it TBS? Right. So we were watching a movie on TBS, and they have commercials, and it was a commercial for this, and we're like, oh, oh no, oh no, we we need to. So yeah, I'm kind of reading up on, I think, season two of Dark Ages, I don't think it's really so much about angels as I suppose that what Radcliffe is doing is he's the young prince to this, like, overlord dude who's running their town, and He's trying to be different than his dad, who's more aggressive and angry about things. He's Prince Prince uh, 
the the pretty cool prince or so what did he call himself prince chauncey chauncey okay the that's his yeah the pretty cool yeah he named himself the pretty cool because there was a scene where all there were um paintings of all of the royal family and everybody would have like a name like so and so the destroyer and so and so you know the honorable and he's like somebody said that he was pretty cool and he's like i like that so he yeah. said that's what he so put instead under of his... like prince chauncey the horrible it's prince chauncey the pretty cool <laughs> so but also has uh apparently the the series is directed by uh, snl producer lauren michaels uh, it also has uh, Steve Buscemi in it, who is pretty funny. He's always good. He's a shit taker. Shit shoveler. Shit shoveler. Shit taker. Let's call him a shit taker because he got shovel. He's a shit shoveler. And then his daughter, she went to college, and college was over in like three hours. <laughs> it wasn't no, it wasn't it? It was like one like, question, no, two, three. Uh, the world is flat, and this and this and this. And okay, and that's all you, you graduated. And then she, and she's like, "That's it." She 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 reinvented the shovel for her dad he's like what is this and put like a longer handle on it right he's like that's not how i was that's, taught that's not how it that's not you how gotta it's supposed bend to over be. with your back <laughs> so it's pretty funny if you get a chance to check it out if you like so. that dry so, almost monty python yeah, style right, humor yeah if you dig that then you'll like this um they're very 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 good as a cast they work off of each other well they do a lot of like you can tell some of it is ad-libbed and some of it is joking and it's just really great yeah all right so on our next block of music i got a track from inverse records that we're going to throw in there from endless forms most gruesome also got some brand new witch trap gonna kick off this block though with some uh, classic sanctuary uh god rest world and soul this is called the world is wired
Singer from Ramstein is okay. Um, oh, he, good. He, he was admitted to a hospital last night or the night before because I know time zones are funny like that. But uh, he has tested negative for the coronavirus, so that's great news. So that was just came out like probably like 11 minutes ago from Scotty Nielsen Promotions. Thank you much, Dell, for that. Oh, that is really good. I, we've seen so many like really sad cases like a 39 year old who has been admitted and there's been like 20 year olds dying there it's like really crazy out there like even though it affects like the really young and the really old a lot it can kill anybody if they're not caught you know caught fast enough or just other ailments like blood pressure and everything else well i was reading too um you know in the uk they're actually starting to lock down a little bit and um you know, my parents have a summer house in Ocean City. A lot of people in the UK, they have summer houses kind of in the uh, Highlands in Scotland and on the, I don't know if anybody really knows this um, unless you live there, but there are islands off of Scotland called the Hebrides and they're beautiful, but most of them don't even have like hospitals. They just have medical centers and these right. small islands are like, we're closed. Do not come here. Only residents... We cannot, like, we, we have to use these ferries because we have to go back to the mainland to get supplies. Please don't come to your your summer houses because you're, you're self-isolating and, and just stay home. Please don't, we, we can't handle it. And that's where you get into the problem of, oh, goodness, this entire area is really sick and we have one hospital. So, but so anyway, I want to pass along that news for Lindemann. I'm glad he's okay, and hopefully, like I said, Chuck Billy and him recover. And everyone needs to stay safe. Safe is the word. We, we've been able to entertain ourselves. I know we don't have much. We got got the TV, the cats, got, it, got, to got do the it. internet. I and mean, Luckily, some of these entertainment conglomerates, like, you know, uh, I forget who it is off the hand, but some of these companies are actually giving you uh like for i think for a weekend we had some hbo and all that they were giving away free weekends and stuff like that and for some of the uh people who make you know less money a lot of the internet um subscribers are giving them free internet for like 60 days now the funny thing was world of warcraft is something that i play mm -hmm. and like they started doing where they give uh each account 100% extra XP. Now, this is like experience bonuses for your character. So, say, if I don't have a character that's 120 and I want to play them, I can get them leveled up relatively faster. However, after testing out the other day, it's like the problem with all that is because everyone's at home, it means their servers are getting hit heavy with a lot of activity. So, even though I'm on a lower server now and less populated, Still a lot of activity going on, so it's it kind of defeats the purpose when you're fighting just to get logged in. Uh, hopefully that kind of levels out at some point. I can get back in there and try to do some of that. But uh, but you're seeing some of these companies that would normally like you know not give a shit actually trying to assist people because they know they're going to be stuck at home doing you know with a lot of boredom and whatnot. Well, just everybody dealing with. I mean, I had to call Verizon that one day. It's like. 
your your wait time is one hour. Yeah, yeah that's one hour. So they offer a callback. You just type in, please that's call me. That's almost better. I'm like, yeah, I'm not waiting for an hour. You can call me. You call me when you're ready. All right. All right, so another uh, series review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another series that we're reviewing because we're on lockdown. Uh, initially, I did not want to watch this, not for any specific reason other than that when it comes to animals and because I kind of know where this series was going and I kind of knew what was going to happen one way or the other. It wasn't as bad as I thought it could be, but it still had issues that I have with, like, harm to animals and people not taking care of them. Like, it just... It's really weird. I'm weird weird at that. I don't care about humans all that much. I love animals. I'm not like an activist in the sense that I'm going to get out there and protest and throw... Throw blood on a people, people wearing yeah. fur. I don't do all that shit, but I, I do have a very soft spot for animals in general. So... Uh, we have a lot of rescues that we've had over the years. And rescues with problems, like right. diabetes. Certain diseases and... Kidney and disease. What did Mickey ended up having lung cancer? You know, yeah, like, and we kept him as long as we could too. Like it's just, you know, it's one of those things that you know. And in my biggest defense and all that is that these animals re across the globe, no matter what they are, in this case, tigers and chimps and all this other stuff, they rely on us because they can't really take care of themselves, especially when they're in. Because these, the so we're talking about, of course. Tiger King. Yeah. Netflix. Ta Netflix. It's so insane. But what Anubis was alluding to is because they they get these animals most of the time when they're um, kittens and they're so small, it's not like you can just release them into the wild. They get fed every day. They get... They actually... Like, the... the you can tell a lot of this, the big cat community, started off with good intentions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those mm -hmm. old videos of Joe Exotic, who this kind of... He's like the main He's character the main guy. There were these videos of him when he first opened his, his zoo, and he was getting animals from people who couldn't take them anymore. And he even said, you know, these animals really do belong out in the wild, but we're here taking them because we don't want them to be abused. We don't want people who can't afford that's the other thing too it costs three thousand dollars a month to feed these animals and if you can't afford to feed them one of the more startling statistics stats that i saw and i was kind of in disbelief is that there's actually more tigers in captivity than there is actually out in the wild here there's like what did they say seven to ten thousand tigers here in there's captivity like four thousand in the world or something like that but the thing is, like, she's right that the all these people, when they first started this stuff, did it for the intention of taking care of the animals and making them have better lives because they couldn't release them out in the open or whatever. But what ends up happening is it's almost like a hoarding situation. You get so many, and then the other part of that is... Is financing it, so they have to turn well, it into like, not just that, an extravaganza. That's what happens is when they realize oh i've got like a money thing here where i can use this as a way of garnering income so then then you start losing the focus of like what your initial goal was and in the case of joe exotic and a lot of these other ones is they open up a zoo they start becoming popular and they treat it kind of like they would like sea world you know they they want these entertainment acts joe himself was becoming like a caricature of himself 
And he got a big head and a big ego, and that's where some of the problems were starting to run into. Like, at that one point, he was doing magic, because the guy he was married to at the time was a magician, right. and so he started, they started doing, like, a magic act um, with their tigers. Now, granted, tigers, like, when they hear pyrotechnics and see them, they get scared, so his tricks weren't working. And this is not shown in the documentary. I've been reading up about this. He actually took a sheep and painted it striped like a tiger and was trying to use the sheep but the sheep got scared too so his his husband at the time was in the cage holding the sheep when he was like abracadabra boom and then it's like his husband holding the sheep so joe lives in oklahoma he is very openly gay and it's kind of odd in Oklahoma to be a very flamboyantly, openly gay person, but he also, he loves his guns. He's very much kind of like a, I don't want to say a cowboy, but like, he's very liberal. He's a, he's actually a gay redneck. Yeah, a gay redneck. Got the mullet, got the guns. He's very gun, pro-gun. And he, he actually ran for president at one point and yeah. ran for... Gun- During Trump's run and Hillary and I, he actually ran... As, uh, as an then, independent. Yeah, he didn't really succeed so much in garnering interest there, and then he went as governor. But he got like 20% of the right, vote right. in Oklahoma. Right, so he made some strides for himself. Now, how much of that was actually just due to how hilarious he was, because he's, he's basically a gay redneck who talks like Trump. Like, he has no, no filter. filter. He just he says what he feels. And if the F-word bombs and all that, you're going to get it. The one thing I did, he, now granted, we're only seeing and reading a small portion of this, but he was in there all the time with his his tigers, like, petting them, loving them, feeding them, but at that one point, you see how, like, unpredictable, because they're wild animals, and... Normally, he's he's walking around all the time, and they're very docile, and they're very just hanging out, but one of the tigers got really interested in his boots and started going after his feet. Like, like, dude, our cats, small house cats do that. They get interested in something, they'll start biting your hand or going after your shoelaces. Well, Mickey, one of the cats we had... He, he can literally be like that. He'll be laying there and you'll be like, oh, him. look, your shoe. Yeah, you just, it, it's, it's a common thing with cats. You start making your way to their stomach and, oh, no, you don't want to go there. It was just funny because there was, so anyways. But here you are dealing with predators <laughs> yes. who are much larger. I mean, like, he's going, and then he actually had to fire his gun, like, up in, in the, the air, air to scare them, like, go away, go away. And he's yeah, like. Yeah, if he doesn't do that, he is going to get gang raped by a bunch of tigers there's no doubt about it there was like five of them in that cage they were all falling until he was out of the cage now the one thing with him though so there's this other woman carol baskin who she runs yeah we gotta name all the places there's carol baskin there's doc something uh anwell am i saying i don't know what his name is and then jeff um what's his face this is terrible yeah, well, there were so many people involved in all this shit. That it's like the great. big cat mafia. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe really hated Carol Baskin because she was going under the whole um, I'm the big cat sanctuary, and she was. She started out because she had a, a bobcat that she rescued, 
And then they decided they were going to go get another bobcat because this bobcat was, like, off the charts, need, and they thought that it needed a friend. When, when they went and they found that somebody had these bobcats, she said there was, like, 45 of them in cages. And she asked the guy, like, is there, like, this huge uh, demand for bobcats or, you know, what's going on? Are people buying? And he said, no, I'm a fur farm. That's how she started. She started going around to fur farms and buying up all Risker, the kittens. Yeah. So she would go around and buy all the bobcats or, or the servals or whatever, like, smaller wildcats and, and take care of them. And the one thing I noticed, though, about Joe's versus Carol's, Joe, yeah, there were, like, fences around, but Joe had, like, a pretty good area, like, for the animals. He... He always kind of joked, you're going to get the real deal here because it's just metal fencing if you get close. And, like, you could pet the animals, especially some of the smaller ones. He'd say, yeah, you can pet these animals, whatever. You could get peed on, you know, because that's how some of... But, again, there's, as with, with Joe and having the animal turn on him, you know, in a split second, he had an employee who actually lost an arm. That's right, they were just trans... They, it was a, a smaller cat, too, wasn't it? Um, I don't remember, but... But they were they were trying, like... She, she didn't use a hook to shut the cage. She just reached her hand in to shut the cage, and they got her arm. His, it's a... That was a girl. No, no, it's a trans. So she goes by him. Oh. Seth goes okay. by him. Um, I didn't catch all that, so... But, yeah, so... The thing with Carol Baskin, though, that is... So, again, this is, like, again, the Big Cat Mafia. Joe got mad at Carol because he said she's um, a hypocrite. You know, she also is breeding. And she did a whole video. She has video. a lot of baggage there. Yeah, she did a whole video on this is how you breed. And this is how you have to take them from the mother right away so you can have them as a nice house pet. And he was really mad about that. So, then he, he kind of dives into her husband that she married at the time disappeared in like 97 very mysteriously and the there was a whole episode just about where is carol baskin's husband the rumor is that she had him killed and fed him to the tigers now there's no proof there's no proof like they found his van abandoned but because she's such an annoying pest to joe and what he's doing like, she's in Florida, and he's in Oklahoma, but she still manages to find ways to annoy him to the point that he literally... He had, like, internet shows about, right. I'm going to get you Carol He would Baskin. shoot, like, a, a blow-up doll that was representing her as a show and thought that was entertainment. Now, for a long time, you know, and this is, like, late 90s, so obviously the rules against stuff like that is was a lot different. Yeah, late then. 90s, early 2000s, and... Like, now you could get away with that kind of shit without serious problems but the, with police. But the um, government, what they said about, because Joe is in jail now, they said what got him in trouble are the things that he said in private that people had, like, turned over to the, the police because... Apparently, Joe tried twice to have Carol Baskin killed. And he went through people that he knew to try to, like, have Carol killed. I, I again, all of these details are really, like, they're, they don't even, t- they're like, he paid some guy $3,000 up front. $3,000 
I wouldn't kill anybody for $3,000, would you? I mean, because you're going to risk going to jail and frying. Like, so a lot of this stuff is kind of interesting. Well, his, his issues were is that the problem with Joe, and this is... He doesn't, he's like, he doesn't stop. He, well, he, he mouths off all the time. And so even now, like, he's, he's in prison now, okay, for like 20-something years. And he's trying to sue for like $94 million in light of all the things that have happened. But the problem is, Joe didn't like that Carol was pointing out his flaws and then that she was somehow skating by, which in some ways you can say she was. But she and her current husband were much smarter about everything. Every time Joe would do something, threats, whatever, they would go to the police. They wouldn't... And they recorded right. things. His, so, his partner, God, what was his name? Jeff. Jeff, Yeah. yeah. So his partner, Jeff, started turning on him, too, mainly because Joe, and he recorded this, Joe was misappropriating funds, which he didn't get in trouble with, but he should have because he was using funds from the zoo for his election Well, campaign. that's what I was kind of trying to get at, is that every time Joe was trying... See, at one point, Carol and her husband were suing Joe for a lot of fucking money. It's like a million dollars he got... They got awarded in court. It was the... um her uh logo and right because and again joe bringing some of this shit on himself so what happened is joe just kept digging himself in bigger bigger holes and when he partnered up with jeff he thought that was going to give him a free fucking pass to like go back and start this war on him again but and he signed everything over to jeff so he basically signed his own death warrant too he was never very smart about things and he's very emotional on his sleeve and that's what got him in trouble with the funniest thing but the thing is all of them as far as a collective or a train wreck in their own way. So watching this series, you can say to yourself, this is crazy shit. And it is. It's exactly like I said. It's like the Tiger Mafia because you don't feel sympathy for any of them. I really don't. And and the biggest victims are the animals themselves. Like at the end. The one guy, Doc, remember they raided his zoo in in, uh, North or Myrtle Beach or wherever it was. And um, apparently Doc was really into the the cubs mm-hmm. and joe while he's in prison now he's flipping on everybody yeah. because what got him in prison wasn't so much the murder thing but they they gave like 19 counts of animal abuse and everybody hears animal abuse and they get really pissed off so yeah he, things he, that joe did were unethical like he would actually shoot some lines that whether or not they were ill or not he would actually instead of just euthanizing them the normal way he would just shoot them and some of the employees that he worked for him knew this, and they sold him out or whatever. Uh, but Doc, he would only keep them until they were a certain age. Right. And then he's like, I know Doc has a, a gas chamber, and after they get to a certain age, he just takes them all in there and gasses them. So that's another... Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot it's of It's so crazy. crazy. Oh, the one thing I was telling you about. So, back to Joe. you got to watch this. It's, it is... I just can't st- I want to watch it again that's how crazy it was so the part where he was he was doing one of his campaign videos and the cat was like messing with his shoe Carol decides to put in her two cents and she's like why would why would he think somebody put cologne on his shoes or whatever if you put sardine oil or some kind of fish oil that's what'll make a, a tiger eat somebody and I'm like oh my god she just gave out. She just yeah, that's how she ki- that's how she killed her husband. Ah! Yeah, so 
check it out. It's entertaining. Um, we could do an entire podcast just on Tiger King. Yeah, like it's we could hit every one of the main characters. There, the things that they don't even show in the documentary. There's even more insanity. Like Joe has been married. He he was like in a polygamist marriage, so he had yeah. two husbands. He's had more. He was once the sheriff of a small Texas town. He claims that he was in a car accident and it broke his back, and nobody remembers this. Even the the wife. He had a wife at one time. Even the wife that he was with. Like everything Joe says is like to the extreme, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I don't remember any of that." So anyway, sorry. I I we just get a little crazy when it comes to animals, because yes, we honestly would like. A serval or like one of the smaller cats. Yeah, I'm just one of those people that once the tiger started going at his feet, I'm like, eat him, eat him, eat him, go we, tiger. We love, we love our cats. We love the big cats, and you got to remember if they're saying there's ten thousand domesticated, or that's only like six people that we saw. There's got to be a ton of people in the U.S. It, it, it's needless to say, it's very shady business. I don't care if they're doing it for you know people who get to see I, I become more and more aware of this stuff since uh blackfish we saw a few years ago about the orcas and sea world and stuff so my tolerance or my love for stuff like that is really kind of gone like i don't even i won't even go to zoos anymore because of that fact i just as much as i can appreciate animals and obviously there's always we'll a go, curiosity will, to see we one. will go to petting zoos where there are sheep and goats <laughs> and chickens so. or you could take me to africa and they, you know run around the live area where they're in their natural habitats i don't care about that but some of this other stuff like i just can't get on board with anymore and as a kid you're just not very aware of all that kind of stuff yeah i used to go to the circus as a kid all the time and you don't you you're like wow this is really cool but then you don't realize like yeah you're enamored because you're seeing something that you wouldn't just normally see but when you see some of the horror stories and the way that these animals are treated in the process like the thing is like no matter what love joe tried to to portray about his love for tigers and stuff when the tigers would act like animals do and under unpredictable no matter their size, he would literally call them names, he'd literally hit them, he would you know, I mean obviously some of that is just self defense mechanism. Yeah, he was but, being attacked, but But that's the thing that comes with it. Like it, it, I, I just I don't know, I can't get on board with all that stuff, so it is it's a dangerous dangerous thing to get into. But it's entertaining. Yeah. It is entertaining. It is entertaining, just because they're all characters. So check it out. And we're going to jump into the next block of stuff here. Neko's probably going to gouge her eyes out because it's some stoner doom stuff and oh, it's coming your way. thanks. <laughs> Just going to open this next block up with some dope lore. New stuff for them. Hail Satan. Hail Satan.
DJ Neko's pick of the week, which ought to be a doozy. I like how you like are doing your fingers like you're you're like I don't know if you're playing like air frets or something, but you're like and DJ Neko's pick of the week. <laughs> Feeling a little spunky. You've had a beer and a half. That might be why. Yeah, no. He good can't drink. I'm, good thing I'm not doing that power hour. Thing. You can't do a power hour. You can't drink six beers in a six-hour period, let alone one. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what? I'd like you to try the power hour. Dude, I would be puking all over the place. I'm Rem- not doing that. Remember the time you puked everywhere? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> not an enjoyable thing. He got, and this was us at home. Yeah. We weren't even out. He was just drinking and drinking and drinking, puking up the steps, puking all over the bed. It's like oh. the fucking exorcist. Blah! See, he's a lightweight. He can get drunk off of, like, a beer and a half. Your mother's like, Scox in hell! That's basically what it was. Alright, so... uh, Rock Black. Rock Black. Got new stuff from Serpent Cobra and Lucifer. As well as Nego's Pick a Week, as I said. But I also got some classic material from Abrama. Abrama and Shout and Faith No More. So we're going to kick that off now. And we'll be back soon.
Do you live life in the fast lane? Do you have the need for speed? Well, if you're a racing fan and want to be a part of a winning team, then contact Carmichael Racing. Carmichael Racing is currently looking for sponsors for the upcoming champion flat card season. You could be a part of a long tradition of racing as Paul and Rhea L. race to the finish line at Mardella Speedway at Diamond Head Arena in Gilbert, PA, March 13th through the 15th, 2020. They will also be racing at Hunterstown Speedway and Capital City Speedway in Ashland, Virginia. Racing runs deep in the blood at Carmichael Racing, and they are looking to gain sponsors for a new upcoming season. If interested, you can contact them at 443-202-3016. That's 443-202-3016. You can also find them on Facebook at SRChamp36. Carmichael Racing. Together you can soar as the engines roar.
TJ Lewis <laughs> with your Meltdown Radio podcast, brand new episode of Hordes of Chaos, band called Shout, live free, baby. They're from, they're from Sweden, right? Uh, I think that's, I was looking at their page on Facebook, it said uh, band in, uh, rock band in Sweden. Probably. So I'm hoping I... I... I'm pretty sure you're probably right. Uh, they have a very, uh, like they're like a modern day rock band, but they got that very old... 80s glam hard rock Yeah, vibe. and you 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 hit bit. the nail on the head when you said kind of like ACDC. AC, yeah, it's got that like riffage. It's very cool. All right, so uh, speaking of the 80s, yeah, Neko's pick of the week. Why don't you tell them what you got in store for them? So this is gonna be really really sad, but I did not know who Alice Cooper was until the movie Wayne's World. Whoops. <laughs> uh, but let's just let's think here, though, because... I was 12 when Wayne's right. World came out. You were young. Not so. even 12. I was 11 right. when the first one came out. And, of course... Yeah, yeah. Kiss, kiss the hand. <laughs> kiss the hand. I was, you know, I was trying to be a teenager, even though I wasn't quite a teenager. I was in sixth grade. I Wayne's World was, you know, awesome party time. I knew about Wayne and Garth from Saturday Night Live, but then that whole part where they got the backstage passes to see Alice Cooper, and they're like, this is cool, right, Alice? Yeah, come on, man. And that stuck with me, clearly, now that I'm 39, my entire life. So as soon as, you know, they're doing Feed My Frankenstein on Wayne's World, I went back and started looking up Alice Cooper stuff, and then now this song... I probably would say is my favorite. It favorite. schools out for summer, <laughs> not forever. <laughs> I actually do love schools out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, even I did, never heard any of those songs, and I, it surprises me as much classes, cla- bleh, classic rock that I listened to that I just missed all of Alice Cooper. Like, he just d- didn't exist until 1991. So I became a fan after watching Wayne's World, and I love this song. I don't know why... It's just 80s, and there's, like, the video, there's a well, girl, and sparks are flying. Well, it was also the the peak of the hard rock glam thing of the 80s, and Alice was, like, adapting to all that, you know, throughout the years. So it's not really shocking that he would jump into the fray. We saw Alice Cooper open for Iron Maiden. That was, like, one of the and I think, best I think at the time, concerts. At the time of this, he actually dropped a lot of the makeup, so it wasn't like... He was still doing that stick, you know, as far as the concert was concerned. But see, when we saw him, he had the makeup, and he decapitated himself, and he did the whole theatrical thing. And that's, yeah, I love that. Like, I love, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why I don't like kids. Yeah, but, you know, he didn't invent that. Gene Simmons That's did. right. Gene Simmons did. <laughs> Simmons invented everything. I, I think that's why I don't like Kiss, because... Gene Simmons is an ass, but anyway. Great music, great artists, but man, they are really hard to, to deal with. But who's not hard to deal with is Alice Cooper. Right. And this, Cooper's the man. This song, Poison, is like 80s. <laughs> That's why I love it. Here we go. Audio jump. Attention, please. Be prepared for a musical transformation that you've never felt before. In a moment. 
Jay Neko's pick of the week.
Looking for a place to take care of all your automotive needs? Then get in touch with Stauffer's Auto Service in Millersville, Maryland. Stauffer's takes care of all auto repairs, auto service, and great quality parts as well. Stauffer's is located at A328 Veterans Highway, Suite E in Millersville. Be sure to call and check out all their service specials related to your automotive needs. Stauffer's is professional, friendly, and has highly qualified mechanics who do excellent work with prices that are fair and much better than what you will find at other automotive places. So call 410-729-0121. That's 410-729-0121. And tell them the newsman and his trusty sidekick, Neko, sent you Krypton Scully say ain't all something bus goose. Oh my god. They were butchering the shit out of my name. Anubis. Anubis. Alright, so one of the few movie reviews we're going to get to is Satanic Panic. Do you remember anything about it? Because I know we did watch it like a week or so ago. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of stuff, but that was the one um, a lot of people... See, I liked the movie, but a lot of people said the end kind of killed it with the little girl. Like, I, yeah. I actually didn't have so much of a problem with that part of it. Uh, so give them the premise. Give them the premise. Of the premise of all this is basically what you have is you have a young girl who just joined a uh, job as a pizza delivery girl, and she's, because of the hierarchy and the... Uh, job that she's in she gets a lot of shit routes so she's not getting many tips the one guy took her tip <laughs> right like a quarter or some shit but anyway she ends up getting a job where she gets to take a delivery out to this like very high class rich neighborhood and she wants to try to get some money now what happens is she gets there delivers a pizza but then the guy doesn't tip her at all like he's living in a fucking mansion and she's like livid like she doesn't even have enough money for her gas for a little scooter to get back so in her efforts to try to get some sort of tip on like a hundred something dollar bill because it was like four or five pizzas she took out there she can't get the guy to answer the door so she sneaks in around to the backside and discovers that she comes across uh all these people in this neighborhood of wealthy uh, parents and whatnot are all gathered. Yeah, it's like, it, it almost seems like one of those Tupperware parties or something. Right. It's like all these... Yeah, they had like a big old table with the pizzas and hors d'oeuvres and shit. And so while she's walking up trying to find the guy that she feels owes her the tip... Uh, That's her aunt she finds, right? Or like a re that lady she talked to first was like a relative of hers. Right, but... Uh, the woman speaking at the group is actually Rebecca Romaine, which I didn't know initially. I didn't recognize her. Uh, but they're all like cultists or Satanists. So their their plan was to sacrifice someone to, ri to raise Baphomet. And it had to happen on that night because the moon was going to be just right and all this other stuff. But, but it's like a horror comedy. So, of course, the pizza girl, she's there. and She's like, I need my tip. I need my tip. Initially, the person that had scheduled to be sacrificed wasn't a virgin because it was actually her daughter, I think. Mm -hmm. So, 
they end up finding out the pizza girl is a virgin, and so they're like, oh, well, we're going to use you. So they, of course, kidnap her, knock her out, and she goes through the entire night trying to avoid being a sacrifice for this group of people. But it, the thing about it is, it, it is, it's enjoyable enough for a one-time viewing. I just didn't think, it's not as funny as I thought it was going to be. I think they tried too hard in some spots. Uh, the ending I didn't really have a problem with because I thought it was kind of like justice at that point so I was kind of entertained by that part of it um, but yeah you know it's it's an interesting movie it's you know of course I don't know if it lived up to its hype but I enjoyed it enough to see it at least once I liked she was kind of a badass the pizza girl she would come she came in she stuck to her guns she wanted her tip and then she kicked some ass yeah, killed Jerry O'Connell yeah Haley Griffith and of course as she said Jerry O'Connell was in it for a few minutes um, he's of course known from uh, Jerry Maguire and uh, I think one of the Scream movies he was in as well Sliders Sliders yeah yeah big Sliders fan so. You'll see a couple of familiar faces in there. It is a great quarantine movie to watch once and drink a beer and laugh at it. Um, yeah, I think I think that was on Shutter, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, so we uh, we'd wanted to watch it before and we couldn't watch it because um, something was wrong with the movie itself on Shutter. And you actually emailed Shutter to be like, "We can't watch." No, it. no, that was uh, Incision. That's oh, actually a oh, great that's movie. great with uh, Tracy Lords. Yeah, it took me. It took us forever to find a way to watch that because it took him a while to get it out, but. We Shutter or somebody or Amazon Prime had it or something. We we actually subscribe to Shutter. It's only like four ninety nine a month, and that's how you get all the the content. Movies, yeah. I mean, Shutter is free, but not. It was Shutter, but I think Shutter's improved their app since then. This was, I mean, that movie was like two thousand twelve. So uh, that's a great recommendation, though. Incision, if you can find, I think uh, Shutter has it, or even Amazon Prime has it. So it's worth the while to watch that. It's kind of crazy, like. But we like her. We loved it. Like, it's this this girl, um, her sister has cystic fibrosis, which is a, damage, a lung-damaging disease, and this girl kind of gets obsessed with surgery and, like, fixing things and... Yeah, she's like an outcast or something, mm -hmm. but, uh, very dark, uh, but it's got some humor to it, so, again... I, if it I, has Tracy Lords in it too. If I had to pick, and she's playing a Christian person, go figure. Uh, Tracy Lords was in uh, Gilmore Girls yeah. as a decorator for one episode. I love Tracy Lords. She's awesome. Blade. Mm -hmm. Can't get over that. All right, so we're going to get into our next block. What's uh, our next block, baby? We've got some new stuff Trauma and Hornwood Fell, Imperial Savagery. Here we go.
Shepard, and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. happens when I allow her to do this shit. I was just giving him a kiss. Yeah. No, can't be doing that when we're on air. That's inappropriate. No one can see us. I could be sitting here naked for all they know. You could be I'm sitting here naked. Na- yeah, you are half naked. <laughs> He's sitting around. I don't have to worry about being on Yeah, we're not Yeah, we're not like Krypton like Scully. We don't want anybody to see what we look like while we're doing this. I'm wearing I'm actually wearing a gorilla mask right now, so Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of which, uh, it was interesting because the other day, Chris uh, Grant Crypt uh, from the Metal Mania show was talking about a little bit how he was feeling uh, bummed out about how the show's going for them and like he kind of expected more and, you know, whether or not he should and Scully continue to do what they're doing. And I know you and I have discussed this before when we started doing you know our own show and i always say yes keep going i know we're not in this for like anything except for entertaining even if we're just entertaining ourselves you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. for us it's a way for us to do something together that we we both really like and it's some way it's a way for you to share like i love music and i love but i i'm nothing like dj anubis he just combs through music every week from different bands that send him stuff or just new stuff that gets released and I don't I mean I don't do that so I I miss a lot of stuff and then when we're doing the show or you you email me or put stuff on my my hard drive saying hey check this stuff out I I don't spend that kind of time doing it and it's a way for us to do something together and for you to share your love of music with me yeah, it goes beyond a lot of that just because, like, when I was doing a radio station, like, I understand some of it, like, you're, you know, you're pouring money into something and you're wanting to build an audience and do the best thing you can, but, like, there's a few problems involved. One is, at this stage of the internet and everything else, uh, radio stations and podcasts, you know, there's just so many out there. It's like, metal bands like there's so many out there so there's an oversaturation so even though you may feel like you're one of the best that's out there or you're trying your hardest to be the best you can like there's always going to be other ones out there doing the same thing and it's just how like even Devin Townsend now is starting to do stuff during the downtime he's trying to get involved with podcasting and doing YouTube stuff and it's like I just think about, though, all the great people that we've met through doing this, like like Mike Giuliano, like Krypton Scully, like... Yeah, that's... And that's, without doing this, we wouldn't have reached out to them or watched their show, or... Right. And Mike is always sending us stuff like, hey, check this band out, or you have, like, um, Vlad, and you have all these people that you've known, um, Nolan, like, they send you stuff constantly, and we never would have even known about them 
without you just kind of sounding the siren saying, "Hey, I, I want new music. I wanna, I wanna promote and your band." That's the key for us, because for our particular show, it's always about playing new stuff or, you know, uh, going back to the glory days, playing old stuff or like your pick of the week. It's all about just revisiting and playing stuff that people haven't heard and like. And some of these bands, you know, will. And some they of don't have like. It's not like they're Marilyn Manson or like right. Metallica. They're not. They don't have eight million likes on Facebook. A lot of these bands that we get their stuff, well, they're newer and underground. Especially with the labels and stuff, they'll send me music for bands and artists that like when I go and look them up on Facebook, so I can like their pages. They have like maybe four hundred likes, and I have like a thousand myself. So, just thinking that like. In that aspect, like, some of these bands are trying to gain an audience, too. So, it is important what we do. Um, in a perfect world, it'd be great if I got paid to do this or had a lot of money to shovel at it, which we don't. But we make it work. Like, I, the radio got to be a little bit too much for many different reasons. The podcast fits much better. Yeah, I mean, the radio, we were... What was that website that you were with? And then it would go down, and then it didn't have enough... Uh, bandwidth and it was just getting crazy and it's like we can't afford to run something like that non-stop this is a little bit different and it's also more of like a you can listen at your leisure you can um, right you can download you can like... listen you can oh yeah i want to check out we we put all of our the names of all the songs so and when when anubis shares it he'll um he'll highlight the band names so you can go down and like those band pages too for us, everything is about just connecting with the metal community. I mean, the people that we've met just by going to concerts, like uh, Whitney and and her uh, boyfriend Frankie, and, yeah. and Frankie, and um, these are not people that live right next door. These are not people I work with. These are not people who go to dance class with me. These are people that I would have never met unless I would have gone to these concerts. That's what the metal community is about. We all have a common interest, and some some of our friends come from out of the country. You know, that's what we're interested in. It's just making you know communications and making um, these connections with with new friends and getting the bands to get more likes and and even you know we've been lucky enough to interview a few bands down here we it's just a little cozy basement but it's it's nice to have a group of people come in because they want to get their stuff out there too and that's what all this is about just making connections with people yeah that's it, you know when i was doing a radio it was starting to become more like a job and now it's not so much now with Krypton Scully, he puts in a lot of work they both do for that show i'm going to have to ask him how he does all that but uh it's it's a lot of work but i mean from our point of view what he does is very much worth it and hopefully they continue doing it you know they can still find a love to to fucking do it more often and you know we sit down and we put it up um our tv is a smart tv so we can like project it from Facebook onto our TV, so we watch it like it's a TV show now right. while they're doing Facebook Live, and that's fun. But they're really good at it. And yeah, I love thing. it. Like, I enjoy what they're doing, and he's got, like, a lot of great topics they discuss. Um, he puts a lot of thought into it. I mean, I understand why it could be frustrating when you're putting that much work in it and you're not seeing, you know, thousands upon thousands of tune-ins, but at the same time, 
He's saving it like a podcast so people can go you back. You can go back to YouTube and find it on their YouTube page, too. Because really, it's really hard for people these days to catch things live. Like, it's not, you know, even when you were listening to, like, the radio in the car, like, some, you remember in the days you'd actually have to, like, stop your car, like, if you were driving somewhere and, and before you went into work, you'd stick there with Howard Stern or whatever and listen to what he was saying. Like, Because that was it. Right. You, there was no podcast. <laughs> there was no going back. So and now we have the luxury where when we're recording these things that we can keep track of them, log them, and then, of course, people can go back and download them or check them out. So despite all the frustration that Crip might be facing right now, hopefully he sticks with it because... We like it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like... We don't have near probably the support or audience that they do right now, but we appreciate everyone who does, mm -hmm. and we do it even just for. We're, we're like we're like fucking. What was the makeup band dude that we were busting on who created the false? Oh God, I forgot his name already. But he would literally play for like one person in the audience, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> you know, we're we're not making shit up, but. We take care of the people who are supporting us and the bands and the friends that we've made through even, other bands. Okay, even, like, if it's not... Threatened. That was what the there band. it is. If it's not, like, even metal-specific, we have friends who have other projects and they might be doing a podcast about comic books or whatever. We mm -hmm. try to, like, you know, like and listen to their stuff, too. It's about supporting each other. Or we know other. people that are authors. We talk about their books. You know, just so many different things. that We have so many friends that like different things. Uh, obviously, I have a couple of commercials I created from people that I know outside of the metal community and try to help their businesses if I can by just, you know, doing a little quick minute or so uh, liner for them, for their their businesses. Yeah, so. I mean, the Stoffer's Auto is the, you know, you did that commercial for them and you play that during the podcast. We found them by accident and, and we love them. And that's the other thing, like, I know that Sky is supposed to give me uh, some dialogue or a liner for her to play on here as well Krypton Scully I know you two are busy doing your thing but you know you need to give me that too because that would help spread the word a little bit more too so that's what it's all about and keep again keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you're doing and for us don't lose faith as a married couple this is something like we have a lot of similar likes but we do have separate lives. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm off working for months at a time, and then I'm well, you home. Have, you have your dance stuff. And I have and... dance, and before that I was working at the theater. And this is something we can share our likes. We can share movies that we watched. We can share music that we've listened to, and we can do it together. And if anything, if we're just doing it because the two of us like to spend a little bit of time together, then so be it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And speaking of bands that we would like to get the word out on, is that the way you say it? Get the word out? Yeah. Get the word yeah. out. This band is called Past, P-A-S-T, The Fall. I kept thinking that Anubis was saying past, like P-A-S-S-E. Yeah. I'm like, past? Like you passed the fall? Like we're going into the winter? No. Past, P-A-S-T, The Fall. Yeah, I had to... Uh... He had to write it out for me. Well, no, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember where they're from. They're from London, UK. Uh, 
very cool band. Uh, check them out a little bit. They had a release last year to the end of 2019. So I want to play a track from that for you. Um, Tell us a little bit about the band. Oh, they're very cool. I think they're like a three-piece, I believe. A trio. Um, yeah. They kind of have a blend between like thrash and death. A little bit in there. Um, very cool guys. They contacted me a few weeks ago about playing some of their stuff. So, Oh, wait. It's Tom and Will. Mm -hmm. Tom and I have known each other since we were 12. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, I'm sure they want to hear that. I'm sorry. You're, you're very metal. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're metal. You're very metal. I love that, though. It's 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 lovely to see old friends. I actually do together. just show two guys, but I, I don't know if they get like a touring player. Drummer. Yeah, to play with them or not. I'm not sure how that works. So maybe that's what they're doing uh, with that. Hey, if you guys want to... We're up for an interview if you listen to this and you want to uh, call us or we'll call you. It's very easy nowadays now that we've got like all these, what Zoom is a big one. Uh, you can do it on Facebook real easy. We would, Skype. Skype. Like yeah, we would love to talk to you because we want to get the word out. And I mean, tell us what you're working on. All right. Well, from their album, From Insanity's Ruin, Past the Fall. This is called Above the Negative.
Cyanide, Premonition. Pretty badass. DJ Nibbits. DJ Nico. Metal Time Radio Podcast. I have to say, I was really, really digging. Um, past the fall. Past the fall above the negative. Please go and like and love them. I really, I dug them a lot. So yeah. good shit, man. Good fucking shit. So let's uh, complete another episode for Hordes of Chaos. We appreciate all those who tune in. We, like we said earlier, appreciate everyone who supports this podcast. Krypton Skull from Metal Mania, Sky Nielsen Promotions, and of course, all the labels that we deal with: Vlad from Poland, Inverse Records, Kabar, Horror Pain, Death. Angel PR and just so many more. Uh, I'll be sure to tag them all when we post this up. But uh, I'm so happy that everyone is enjoying the show and enjoying the bands. That is the most important thing right now is to support your bands because... Especially now that we can't go to concerts. Yeah, I was going to say, so. no, no bands are playing anything. We went through it. Um, I did. And I was like looking up some of the bands uh, that are on our labels and from Sky's uh, promotions and like... We're really into stickers right now because we want to stickers. We want to sticker up the basement so it looks like uh, CBGB's used to. And um, so I bought a bunch of stickers. Anubis bought a bunch of stickers. If you're a band that has stickers, hit us up. We want your stickers. Yeah, we want your we stickers. We want your stickers. We want them. All since the you can't get out right now, it's the best time to check even out these you, shows. Yeah, even if you don't have... Dude, Metal Mania plays stuff that even I haven't heard. Like, I did hear Morbid Cross uh, when they came out with their album last year, but like I kind of it must have fell underneath the, the Well, we, seat we go through kinda, so many things. Right, So, but that's great that he's still... And there's still a lot of... The Painkiller I just checked out from the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be playing on them in a couple episodes from now. I don't know if you're going to be around for that, but... That's the thing, like, even Metal Mania with Crypton Skull, I play stuff that I haven't even heard, so these shows are great for stuff like that, because while you can't get out and go see the, the usual bands that you would normally go see, it gives you a chance to check out new stuff and say, oh yeah, I gotta make this, write this down, I gotta check these guys out. They're I mean, we do play on our show and on Krypton Scully's show, too, we do play, like, we played Alice Cooper, we play Cataclysm, we play a little bit more popular, but our goal is to get more of the underground, the underground the out less there. Less noticed bands. Yeah. So, so we we bring a little bit of everything at you, much like they do. So you know they did play Testament the other night. So that was New Testament. That was yeah. good. That was some good shit. Yeah. So yeah, check us out. And like any kind of bands that you like, because I definitely try to attach their Facebook pages to their names when I post it. So yeah, like, show the love. Share. And find us stickers. Stickers. One band left for you. A band called Savage Annihilation. When Satan rules his world. Peace out. Mm, when Satan rules his world. <laughs>